This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio, which are, in my humble opinion, the greatest tanning products on the market. Use the code YOURPOWER10 for 10% off at checkout. Welcome to Your Power with M. Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M. Rose, and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset, and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Hello, you wonderful human, and welcome to another episode. I am so happy that you are here because I have a very special guest for you today. I'm so excited for you to hear this interview. I have the absolutely gorgeous Penny Watts, who has been someone that has been in my life for a few years now. I have had the opportunity to watch her start her business after deciding at the age of 49 that it was time to do something for herself. (laughs) Penny is one of my one-on-one mentoring clients. She is a student in the current round of Step Into Your Power. I have watched her choose and back herself and focus on her personal growth for the last two and a half years. And as of this week, she has just moved full time in her business. In this interview, Penny talks to us about how she felt a loss of identity after throwing herself into her role as a mother, how she overcame Crohn's disease, something that controlled her life from the age of 16 to 51, and then how she decided at the age of 49 that she was ready to take the risk and start her own business. I know that you are going to be just as inspired by Penny as I am every single day, and I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. So without further ado, here's Penny. All right. Welcome, Penny. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Penny and I have just had our weekly one-on-one catch-up. Penny is an incredible um, one-on-one mentoring client of mine. So we've just had our catch-up. We've done some work. We've done some activities. And now we're just ready to just sit back and chat. Yep. It was great. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. (laughs) Now, before we get into any questions, the first kind of two things I like to ask my guests and you would know because you listen to the podcast. But the first question is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Anything that the establishment said I couldn't be. (laughs) Let's unpack that. (laughs) Um, So I went through a phase where I wanted to be a naval officer on a sub, but when I grew up in the 70s, uh, females weren't allowed on board a ship, let alone a sub in the Navy. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. So, and of course, I wanted to be the first Australian female to play in the Australian men's test side in cricket. (laughs) Specifically in the men's side. (laughs) Well, again, there was no female women's cricket. So I'm showing my age, definitely. But yeah. Do we have an Australian (laughs) women's cricket team now? Yes, we do. In all forms of the game. It's never too late for you. (laughs) 
And what is your craziest business story? Um, within my own business, I haven't been in it long enough um, to really have had a moment. Um, but I think being um, put off work for growing a boss's business too much for them was probably the weirdest thing and only time I've actually being told, look, you're on holidays, don't think we've got much for you to come back to. What? Oh, my God. What? Like, tell me. Tell me about that. Um, it, it was a husband and wife team. Um, he enjoyed working seven days a week. She didn't. Um, so I was employed. Part of my role was to develop the business um, and create more wholesale um, work for them and less um, of the other, um, and I got us some really big government clients as well as um, other wholesale clients. And suddenly, we were the business was earning too much money and paying too much tax, and um, didn't have to work seven days a week, but still wanted to work seven days a week. So, um, yeah, thanks, but. We're earning too much money now and I don't think we'll need you to come back. Oh, my God. You've done too good of a job. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, at least you kind of left that job knowing that you were just, you had to leave because you were too good at it. (laughs) Persistent, yep. That's that's probably the best way to be let off from a job, to say that you were too good. (laughs) Probably, but yeah, I just, you know, you shake your head and you go, how can you ever be earning too much money? Yeah, I know. I don't think I will ever say that. (laughs) All right, well, let's rewind, Penny. Tell me, who are you? Tell me all about Penny. Penny's 52. She had a career change two and a half years ago um, and a totally different world. Right up until I decided to change my career, I'm probably been not much more than um, a mum. That's where my whole focus has been, just doing anything and everything I could um, for my family, for my kids. Up until, yeah, 14 years I was with the same employer because it gave me stability for my kids, um, hours around my kids. I, I was just... A mum, and I always will be first and foremost, and now I am a proud business owner. Yes, you are. (laughs) Tell me about your business. What business do you own? I own Lulu Lash and Brows, and we do all things lashes, brows, and spray tans. And it's a great business. Everyone should just (laughs) check her out. (laughs) So let's dive deeper into, you mentioned the decision of, um, you know, a career turnaround, where did you kind of stop being, well, not stop being a mum, but stop making, you know, mum as first and foremost and decide to take this career change into owning your own business? Um, well, I probably made the, the move into not being so much mum when I packed up and moved a 1,000 kilometres away from my adult children. But having done that, then after, you know, my eight to 10 hours a day with my employer was done, I was bored. Um, I had nothing to do. I needed a way to fill my time. 
Um, I went and got my lashes done um, by a lovely young girl from work and the rest is history. <laughs> or it's it's a, not a history, it's a work in progress. And was that, why, why beauty? Why did you kind of move into beauty? The last place anybody ever imagined seeing me, um, but just the way I felt about myself, the confidence I gained when you know, two and a half, three hours on a lash bed. And when I saw the results, I was instantly thought I could take on the world. Um, and I just wanted to be able to create that for other women. You know, it's not permanent. It's not invasive. It's just the confidence I got for myself. And I know external confidence isn't everything, but it sure helps. Absolutely, it does. We'd all be out of a job if it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess the the biggest kind of, you know, inspiration I want to give people listening to this episode is, you know, you were 50, was it 50 when you decided to, to make this business decision? Just before I turned 50, yep. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess the inspiration I want to give people is, you know, worrying that it might be too late to follow a passion, worrying that it might be, you know, you have spent 14 years in the same employer. Where did you find that confidence? Where did you where did you find that decision to do that? Um, it, it was my time. It's not that I was too old. It's that my time had come. I'd spent my time being a mum, doing what everybody else wanted me to do, doing what the world deemed was right for me. Um, And now it was my time. And if I didn't take it and explore the opportunities that I had ignored for so long, I'd never know. Um, know, I'd rather, you know, go out of this this life knowing that I gave it everything I, I had when I was able to Um, and for me when I was able to was when I didn't have to support my children anymore and I could afford within my own head to take risks and believe in myself. Yeah I love that. So did you have that that urge you know you said um, you know the the kind of underlying desire to do something for yourself was that something that you kind of had experienced in the previous 49 years before you started and you chose to ignore? Yeah, I think I'd always wanted to be self-employed. I just didn't think I had the creative ability um, or the, you know, that power or that part of me to think of something to build a business around um, wasn't within me and I couldn't find anything that I was interested in enough or enjoyed enough. to take to that level, um, I'm not very good at being told what to do. As every business owner ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but don't get me wrong. You know, if if I've got a job, I do what's expected of me and much more. And if I'm going to put in all that time and effort, why do it? Why not do it for myself when I've found what I wanted to do and love what I do yeah so yeah I love that what's the hardest thing you have faced in business so far social media (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just as a general. <laughs> um, so, look, in, in the last 14 years, I most of my work with my employer was on a computer, but it was programs. It was their programs. You know, my kids set up my Facebook account 10 years ago because I had no idea. Um, I thought I was really good when I could start internet banking. Instagram and now TikTok, um, Windows 10, just don't even go there. Um, That whole IT social media thing (laughs) has really been difficult for me. Um, But I've been very fortunate that um, a lot of young, bright businesswomen have crossed my path and have educated me to the best of their abilities, I won't say, because uh, it probably pushed me further with my own than I would normally have had, and I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, yeah. That's a huge, I mean, I I watch you, you know, every reel you put up, every video you put up, it's like I know you're kind of pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone and that's that's why you have kind of seen so much success in your business, I think, because you are constantly pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Yep, and again, it doesn't come down to to age. Um, if you are going to improve your life, no matter how old you are, how young you are, you've got to keep pushing yourself. Um, and it's taken me a long time to realise that and get my head around that that's what I have to do. And I'm glad I'm back there. And I I enjoy that side of it now. <laughs> yeah. oh, good. There you go. That's that's proof to everyone. You know, you can <laughs> you can feel so kind of not knowledgeable in a in a certain subject, but when you kind of persist and you keep doing it, it could end up being something that you absolutely love doing. That's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have had the pleasure of knowing you for a few years now. It would be coming on three years, you reckon? Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I just cut what you come leaps and bounds with your business and your personal development. You have signed, you signed up, you're my first six month mentoring client. Like it was never a question. You just wanted to jump in and get the best and the most information as you possibly can. You're in the, your power course round. You just, you go above and beyond for yourself and your personal development. What made you decide to focus on your growth and what kind of impact have you seen since you have been focusing on that? Um, you know, I guess you started talking about that and everywhere I was looking was how to overcome negatives, how to, how to do this. And, um, a lot of those close to me were commenting on how negative I had become, um, and I knew that wasn't me. And I guess it wasn't until I started getting more into my personal development that I remembered who I was, saw where I went, and I'm seeing that I'm coming back to really being me um, now. And remembering who I was as, as a child and a teen gives me even more power to become that person again um, and not be that negative person. Um, when, you know, you, you, your medical specialist looks at you and says, 
you're not even a, a glass half empty person, Pen, you're just empty. You know, you've really got to take a good hard look at yourself and, and your thoughts. Yeah. So tell tell me about more about um, you know, you, you're talking about who you were and then who you became. What did you become? Um in short, untrue to myself. So I have always been quite stubborn. Um and I was always sort of told that wasn't a good thing. Um I in my my youth I was um told I was selfish because um I liked things the way I liked them um I knew what made me happy so I just did what made me happy I did what um gave me fulfillment um but then you know you enter a time in your life and you're not number one anymore you can't be when you've got little ones they they have to be um your priority and and you know my kids are 31 and 27 so there wasn't the focus on as a as a as a parent you still need self-care you still need to have mindset stuff when my kids were growing up and um it was you've had kids that's that's your number one responsibility you don't get me time you don't get this you don't get that um and I guess I just lost me in that course um and not just you know I don't mind losing me to being a mum but I just stopped fighting the world um and just went well this is my lot in life you know I also had you know my health as as an obstacle to overcome and to keep being that strong independent person that I used to be I couldn't be anymore if I had to keep my health in check to be able to look after my kids so and and you did overcome your health that health obstacle Mm -hmm. can you tell us more about what, what you went through with that um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 16. I'd been having symptoms for about 18 months prior to being diagnosed. So I had my first um, surgery to remove part of my gastrointestinal system when I was 18. A lot of people I've been told that have Crohn's never even get to surgery. Mm-hmm. And then out of those of us that do, um, a lot of us is once off or, you know, a couple of times. So I've now had five lots of surgery um, to remove my Crohn's and pretty much after every surgery my Crohn's has reoccurred within the first six to eight weeks. And even my last surgery in 2016, that happened. Um, and so I was put onto a different medication that I'd never tried um, and it was controlling it um, and it actually wasn't until um, just over 12 months ago and I'd been on my personal development journey for nearly 12 months then um, for the first time since I was 16 I just turned 51 I was told I was in remission with Crohn's disease never been there before that's so incredible. Mm-hmm. And still still everything is okay now? 
everything's still great. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I I get tired, but I get tired because I'm old. <laughs> so, and yeah, you know, I don't have to worry that I'm feeling tired and it's going to become exhaustion and that's going to, you know, maybe set off an, an attack or a new course of it. Um, I I know that putting myself first and that self-care and not always worrying about the worst of, it's always this is what I'm aiming for and that's what I'm going to get, um, has just given my Ill- my health a different lease on life as well. Um, as well as my mental health, my physical health, yeah, all of it. Of course. How much did that disease hold you back? Um, a bit of everything. So, you know, like I, I've just said, I couldn't, if I got tired or run down, um, because I, I was basically never free of the disease, I risked ramping it up. Um, I just couldn't do put too much stress on myself because stress for me in in that disease was an aggravator I couldn't do long hours I couldn't do physical stuff because I don't get enough nutrients and stuff with between the illness and the surgeries um I my absorption levels haven't been great so I don't I've you know had lost my appetite for a very long time ate very minimal so I wasn't getting the nutrients and the value from all of that so it held me back in just about everything um and because prioritizing the kids and and not wanting to be in hospital while they had things on and stuff like that it was like okay so I won't start you know my career in real estate I had to step back from because I was getting unwell again. The kids were getting upset because I was getting unwell. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just go back to retail job and just work a few hours a week. Um, it will still bring us in money. It will still, you know, help out the household. Um, but it's not going to fulfill me. But I'm good generally in, in a customer service environment too. So, you know, um, I can't go for long walks because um, I can never be too far away from a bathroom, <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, and, and having all that back is amazing. I bet. I mean, it's just so, like, so inspiring because not only have you, you know, what you were talking about before come from a childhood and, a, and teenage years of doing whatever you want and, and fulfilling yourself and making yourself happy, you've lost your identity essentially from becoming a mother and giving everyone all that you have and hardly giving yourself anything. But then you've lost your identity from going through this as well. Like it's just, it's huge. And then, you know, you hit the age of 49 and you completely turn your life around. <laughs> yep yep so um it just it shows anyone can do it (laughs) that's amazing at any age and I just I I want to give you a very big round of applause because not only at 49 did you decide that you want to start something brand new in a beauty business but as of what is it four days ago now yes you are a full-time 
business owner in your own business. <laughs> That's it. And um, still a lot of, and I had set my goals at as well. So um, my business is taking off my belief that my business will grow even more being in it full time um, has just, you know, brick got thrown at me and I listened and ran with it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Penny told me, so we started our kind of six months together three months ago and Penny told me at the start of that six months that she wanted to, by the end of the six months, be full-time in her business and it's been three months and she's there. <laughs> thanks, Em. <laughs> God, it's no thanks to me. It's you knowing what you wanted and it's funny because Penny and I kind of went through the same thing you know we we knew what we wanted and we kind of stuck with the stable environment and we stuck with the comfort of the jobs and both had shit absolutely go down (laughs) where the universe was like no no I'm gonna show you (laughs) that this is wrong and you need to be in your business no more gentle hands for you guys yeah exactly no more feathers you're getting a brick And how are you feeling about um, as of next week, kind of business full time? How are you feeling about it? Excited. I actually thought I would be cringing and nervous, um, but I am just so excited because even though I know I may not be fully booked um, right from the start, I know I'm going to get there, but I'm also going to be able to, if I'm not working in my business with clients, I'm going to have the time, the energy and not have the external stress factors and be able to work on my business. I have those plans set in place. Um, I have the support of my family. Um, They're also, you know, happy for me and proud of me um, that I'm, I'm doing this and I'm believing in myself and I love that I'm setting a a great example for my kids and for my grandkids yeah absolutely you should be so proud it's just so exciting I'm so excited (laughs) for you I know I tell you like every bloody day but (laughs) I'm so excited I've just watched you just absolutely thrive over the last three years two and a half years and you're here like it's just so surreal it is (laughs) It is, um, you know, I woke up to go to my last day of my um, employment on Friday morning and I had a new booking for next week um, and halfway through, like in my lunch break on Friday, I got another new booking for next week and um, on Sunday, I got another new booking for next week. So that's already three new clients, three new services in that first big week. So I know I'm on the right path. <laughs> yeah, it's literally just the universe just being like, see, I told you. <laughs> Look what I had waiting for you. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Penny, what would you like to say to someone who is, let's say, their late 40s and they have always dreamt of doing something for themselves, but, you know, they might think that that opportunity has passed them? 
the the opportunity only passes if you let it. It doesn't matter how, like I said before, how old you are, how young you are. If you want it, go for it. Just grab it and run. Um, there's no point in getting to to my age and continually looking back and going, I wish I had of, you know, um, a big thing in my family we talk about is hindsight. And it's a wonderful thing. But if yeah. you go with your gut, if you trust your instinct, you don't have hindsight. You, you have the life you want um, with all the freedoms you want or all the restrictions you place on yourself. It can be your truly your life. So just do it. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. It's like it, when you are trusting what you want and you're trusting your gut and you're following your intuition, it's just you actually get to enjoy the journey. You actually get to be a part of your life. That's, that's it. It's living your life. It's not living life, it's living your life. And there's there's a difference between ex- existing in life, living life, and living your life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. What can we expect to see from you? I mean, you're like months ahead of the goal schedule, so... <laughs> <laughs> What's what's next for for you and for Lulu? Um, I am always going to be that person that continues with educating themselves. Um, so, you know, my goals are that every year I will do another course, with, like an upskilling course, or um, with lashes, with brows, um, keep you nice and close, so that I just get on my spray tanning updates as I go. Um, uh, you know, my my big goal is to have a chain of salons that preferably will work like an academy, even if I don't become a trainer, to work with some of this country's best training schools in lashes and brows and spray tans and have their students come into our salons um, if they don't feel ready to step straight in to work for themselves. If they want a day with an experienced qualified lash tech, brow tech, spray tan tech beside them, if they want a week, they can have that Um, because I know it didn't matter whether I was nearly 50 or, you know, even a lot of the, the girls, and I mean 16, 17-year-olds I speak to that have done their training are so overwhelmed when they go to do that first set without yeah. someone beside them, um, even if it's on mum, my sister, whatever. So if we can provide an environment for them to have someone support them, then that would be my ultimate goal. Watch this space. It's going to happen. You should see her hitting these goals. I can't do that. (laughs) Uh, Penny, you are an inspiration for so many. Honestly, I just, I'm so proud. I'm so proud to be able to work alongside you and I'm proud to know you. So thank you so much for sharing with the Your Power listeners. Thank you for having me. Um, And please, guys, just believe in yourself. Um, and if you need some help, contact Em. She's really, really good at helping you do that. Oh, you're too funny. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Pen. Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify, and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.